All right. All right. Episode four. Hey guys, welcome back to Yellow Fever. I'm Chloe. I'm Brandon. And today we're going to be, this is probably going to be one of the most serious episodes that we're going to be recording. Yeah. Just because we feel that it's something that we kind of need to address. It's kind of like a last minute topic we decided to talk about because it happened within the last week, kind of blew up within the last week and kind of heartbreaking. So we thought that with a platform we have, not a big platform, but any platform. I mean, if you even have a platform on social media, that's something that you should just use to kind of talk about this type of stuff. And we just wanted to bring awareness about it and just, I guess, just focus an entire episode about it because it is a very serious issue today, especially this year in America. And we just wanted to shed some more light on it. Hopefully um, educate you guys on what's been going on. Yeah, and by the way, we're not the most educated. Yeah, we're we have, not. By, we have research. Far. We've done our background we've research tried, and everything. We've tried doing our research. Um, and we're just going to talk about the situation based on yeah. what we know. And so, just to get into it, we're talking about racism today. Um, and if you don't agree with anything that we say today, then... I would I, recommend that you don't listen. I recommend that you don't listen. Um, especially, like, I think that if you don't believe in equal equal human rights you can just leave it's um, like it's not something that we can start an it's argument it's not debatable over. It's, it's objective at this yeah. point and no one no one deserves different treatment because of the color of their skin and that's kind of what we're here to talk about what kind of sparked this whole thing was um brandon bernard yeah his, his execution his that took place last week yeah if you guys don't know who he is he is a he's a 40 year old man, man who is convicted of uh murder with a few of his friends in 1999 and they were kind of dragging the case through and he's been serving sentences in prison and he until today yeah until a few days ago until last week when he was executed by death penalty and the now that seems like a very general explanation but like just to give you some more insight about it he did not have a leading role in the crime he did commit a crime and he should be punished but not to the extent that he had to be executed he had other, there were other members of his, I think they were a gang. Yeah, it was a group I think it was of, I a think, gang. three or four people. And the people, other people who were convicted of the same crime are not, ex- are not put on death penalty or death row. Um, wait, so the crime was basically, they were convicted they of family, the murder of no? a couple. It was a, a couple, couple in 1999. And I think he, he did play a minor role in it and the leader i mean i guess you could say leader of the group he was um executed in september and then the other people who were also involved had been serving sentences in prison just like he had been and a lot of people were kind of advocating for his clemency or kind of like gen not generosity but his clemency because of the sentences he was serving in prison he spent decades in prison with all good behavior he had no write-ups he was involved in uh, educating the youth and he was overall kind of you could see his overall growth he was also very sorry for what he he was like i guess that is kind of subjective depending on i'm sorry um but i guess that is kind of subjective Oh, sorry. Yeah. yeah sorry. We just have notes and yeah. Um, anyways, I guess that's kind of subjective depending on what point of view you're looking at it from. If you're looking at it from the family's point of view or if you're looking at it from his point of view. But even the people who were kind of overseeing him in prison and throughout his life could vouch for the amount of growth that he's gone through. Even the prosecutor that originally was vouching for his death penalty began to advocate for his clemency. And that's really saying something. Yes. And I think that um with with the other two who served similar like were like 
less severe sentences as him. Were they white? They were white, right? I, I'm I'm not sure. Okay. I, I didn't go as but there is there that. is like an aspect of race going on here because, um, it's like, I I'm not like a hundred percent educated on exactly what happened, but there was a lot of, he he did play a minor role in a murder that happened, so he should have been punished, and I think that jail would have been appropriate. But the fact that they they put him on death row and executed him when the others were not the other two were not put on death row i don't think i don't think so i'm, I don't think I'm so. not entirely sure that's not 100 yeah. but i think that there's definitely like a racial thing going on there for sure oh like no 100 like he was a black man and i think that um there i feel like if he was a white man maybe he would not have served as harsh of a sentence but then again it's not our place to say because we are not the justice system yeah um which is i think flawed but very flawed yeah and it kind of just ties into the fact that so many things have happened this year that should not have happened we have george floyd the whole black lives matter movement we have brianna taylor the black lives matter movement wait should have happened sorry um the the brianna taylor case and just even even going past blacks the xenophobia against chinese americans it's just i don't understand why this year especially it just really brought out like the worst in people i would say i feel like it did it didn't really bring out the worst in people but we kind of recognized it more because yeah. this happens every year it happens every single year yeah it's not necessarily it's worse been, yeah yeah it's not worse it's just that since george floyd and all the protests we've kind of become more prone to recognizing these incidents and educating ourselves on it and spreading yeah. awareness of it which is really good i mean and going back to the brandon bernard case i also want to talk about the fact that Trump, he was the one, despite all the people who were kind of advocating for his clemency, and by the way, those people, they weren't just advocating for him to go on into the streets, but they wanted him to serve the rest of his sentence in prison because of his good behavior. But despite all those people who were advocating for his clemency, including some of the jurors that were on his case, Trump just continued to go on with the execution. And he also is supposedly planning to have four more executions take place in the rest of his presidency, which is less than two months. And even though that's very likely, if these executions actually end up taking place, he'll be the president with the most executions having taken place under his term, which yeah. is, I think, it totals to 13. Yeah, and I think that it's super, um, going back to the whole races, racial discrimination thing, and it's super, like, I would say almost offensive, where when we have people like Derek Chauvin, George Floyd's murder, yeah, and um, Kyle Rittenhouse, which I recently learned about, they're kind of just walking around free today, and, like, like not free, they've obviously had, like, their um, deal of punishments, but... Brandon Bernard would, did not even convict the murder. He was an accomplice to it. So it's kind of like, how would, like, and Kyle Rittenhouse murdered people in, like, in, in, like, broad in daylight. broad daylight. Like, he murdered people. And it's kind of just, like, and they're just, like, completely protected by their white privilege. And it's just, like, it's crazy that, like, I don't know, you know? It just, like, goes back to the entire instability and flaws in the DOJ. Exactly. And, like, go, like the whole systemic racism thing, how this system is like rigged toward like is benefits the whites and it hurts the minorities i don't understand i i'm sorry if you're one of these people but i really don't get it when people say that there's no such thing as white privilege yeah you failing to acknowledge that there's no white privilege is part of your privilege 
exactly. mean, if you're able to You don't to understand, because like, if, you, if you say that white privilege doesn't exist, then you don't understand then the other it, side. Exactly. If you're able to kind of live without really even recognizing that privilege, if you're able to live without kind of knowing that these things are happening to other people because of their race, then that is an extremely large part of your privilege that you're not even acknowledging. Exactly. And, like, just going on to another case, Brandon Bernard is executed. He's dead. But there's just, um, and I, like, my heart goes out to every, like, his family, everyone. I know, of course. That he's, like, he, everyone who knew him, every, just everyone in general, everyone in the black community. Um, I think that now we can't, like, we don't move on, but we kind of bring him justice. <clears throat> and we can kind of do that with Purvis Payne. Uh, do you know who Purvis Payne is? I, I don't think I do. He is another person. Hold on. Let me do a quick, let me see. Uh, let me do a quick, I know he is also on death row. He, he, okay. He is a black man from Tennessee. Um, he's had, he served 32 years on death row and, um, they, he, they convicted him of a crime that like they didn't even have evidence for. Like they, I think they convicted him of the murder of his neighbor or someone, someone like that. And they were like, and it was a very... Not not an easy fix, but like there was a proposition to test the DNA of the person who like test the DNA to find out who actually did it and prove Purvis Payne innocent. But they didn't do that. They kind of just they kind of just put him up like they kind of just locked him up, put him on death row. And I think his execution is April twenty twenty one. So there is time to help Purvis Payne, and I urge everyone here. We're we're gonna link a bunch of resources in yeah, our description um, to go help him and Pfeiffer was right because. Um, I think this racism has begun, has gone on for too long at this point, and it's like we don't stand for it. Um, so yeah, um, and especially with the death row, it's such a controversial topic. Yeah, the death penalty. I mean, the fact that <clears throat> people can decide whether or not you deserve your life. Exactly. I like I understand in some con in like certain situations and with some context, someone might say yes, they deserve to die, or no, they deserve they don't deserve to die. But, I mean, the fact that, like you just said, in situations where there's very little evidence, there's not really, there's not enough to base the verdict on, the ruling on, and they're still trying to go through with this execution is just bizarre because they're taking a man's life away for a crime that he possibly didn't even commit or had anything to do with. Yeah. It's, it's like, to me, it's just... Like, just, I'm just going to put this in very general terms. It's like, it kind of breaks my heart to see this kind of type of stuff happen. Because it's like, I mean, as a society, we are generally not racist, I would say. Like, yeah. I mean, there are yeah. few, there are a few people. Like, I will say that, like, depends. Gen Z, mostly we do advocate for. I feel like our rights. generation has, especially over quarantine and over the past few months, we have become, we we've, really been, intru- we've yeah. been introduced to a lot of progressive ideals and i feel like that's really there are a few exceptions a lot of exceptions but for the most part our our generation has been characterized for our kind of what some people would call radical Radical. beliefs yeah but it's it's not really i mean if you call it radical i guess we're radical i mean yeah but i feel like it shouldn't even be a question when you're talking about when you're talking about equal treatment for all people it's not like it's not a question it's 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 kind of just it you shouldn't treat be people a controversial all the same. Topic. You treat all people the same, regardless of their skin color. And I think that, like, I'm going to talk about COVID real quick. Mm-hmm. Like, 
we like the xenophobia directed towards Chinese people just because it's a it's a virus that had a huge role in China. I think that's like crazy. It's like not right. First of all, like I like there have been so many hate crimes against Asians simply calling them calling it the Chinese virus, which adds this stigma that it is like all Chinese people have it. And you also have to realize that we didn't get the virus from yeah. China. It came from Europe. Yeah, there's there's a lot of evidence pointing towards Europe and not China. And even outside of coronavirus, I mean, racism towards Asians has been so, so normalized. normalized. Oh it's my been God. so normalized. The stereotypes I mean, with the fox eye trend. The... Like, a few years ago, people would just make fun of Asians by stretching their eyes back. And yeah. now, in the Calling past few months, math. and then in the past few months, people have been doing the fox eye trend. Or have even been getting... I've seen, like, a few posts and everything about surgical procedures that people have gotten to get eyes like Gigi Hadid. God, that's crazy. It's so stupid because it's supposed to be it's supposed to be offensive until a white person has it. Exactly. And it's wait, wait, explain that again? Because like with the Fox Eye trend, yeah, yeah, people yeah. would always like there would be a lot of race um racism perpetuated against Asian because of the sh- the shape of their eyes. Yeah. But just the way they all look. of a sudden Gigi Hadid is being kind of like, nothing to Gigi Hadid, but kind of to the societal Eurocentric standards yeah, yeah, that yeah. people kind of enforce into society. Now, all of a sudden, having slanted eyes is a sign of beauty just because this model has it. Yeah. And it's kind of, like, scary, like, looking at the news, seeing all these crimes where, like, old, I've seen a bunch of news articles of old Asian people old yeah. Chinese Americans getting beat up especially in New York in New York a lot and it's it's like it kind of like it's kind of scary like thinking that I could go out and get beaten up just for something that I just for a virus that we should all be working together like the virus is not a political issue it's not it's a public health issue we should like and I don't think that race race is not even a political issue it should just be it we should all be treating people all the same regardless of their skin color and I think that the fact that I can, I have to be scared when I go out that I could get beat up for a virus that I didn't even start, and that like could have not even started from China. There's evidence, there's some evidence that pointed towards COVID being in the United States before it was even reported in China. So it's like, I like, and and I don't think the president helps. No, the he, president, he's President not. Trump, does not help by calling it the Chinese virus or constantly pushing the fact that it came from China, and then and all of his like racist remarks towards us it's not okay and the fact that with people taking all the necessary precautions maintaining a social distance from each other wearing masks staying home quarantining themselves and the fact that the president has been kind of mocking these precautions by making fun of biden for always wearing a mask or making fun of people (laughs) for not taking their masks off in press conferences because he can't hear them that kind of just it's like the rhetoric he uses to kind of encourage the lack of i mean it just encourages the ignorance of the virus and it it like i i don't i don't get it i don't, I don't get it either i don't get it, it, it to I me there's no logical words. reason to be doing this type of stuff and if you want to talk about the magnitude of the effects of the virus on society and like the reasons why it's gotten so bad look at the people who are walking in the street with no masks partying talking to people going into stores who just ignored it ignored the whole situation but then when they come into contact with an asian person they will just resort to blaming them for it when they don't even care about it for themselves and i will say like this whole notion of white privilege is also very dangerous because um there are a lot of, I, I've seen a lot of videos of 
white people being racist, bashing mm-hmm. people of co- uh, people of color. Yeah, and it's it's just super like it makes me so angry that like it's that we haven't progressed really at all, <clears throat> and it's been going on for so long. We've we've definitely taken steps towards making it better, but then if society doesn't comply, then it's like what's the point? You know, like. I don't want to be judged just for just because I'm Chinese. I don't want to like I don't want to get hate because I'm Chinese. And then I like and I hate to see and I like it with the whole virus disproportionately affecting blacks and Hispanics. You can link that to racism. Think about like the fact that our government doesn't allocate enough resources towards these neighborhoods and doesn't help them in any sort of way. I feel like you can you can attribute that to the fact that they're black or Hispanic. And I think that it's super important for us as a society to deal with the systemic racism and to fight to fight it because it's like one it's it's just in general just not okay like <laughs> it's it's really it's not that hard to understand it's really not and i don't understand why like we even have to feel the need to sit here and say that you know like we should be we should all be treating other people with it should just the same. It, it's supposed to be a given it should be a given it's like i don't understand it makes me so mad when i see like TikTok videos of Karens yelling at like BLM, like Black Lives Matter pro, um, protesters for 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 just pro, walking for in the street, walking in the streets That's and fighting right. for equal treatment of for all minorities. And it's it's like how like I, this is no way bashing white people. Yeah, no, 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 no. But it's there, just you it's guys kind of have like, a lot of privilege. I'm saying it's like, and you have to realize that it's just important to recognize that privilege and acknowledge it so yeah. that you can kind of be a part of the cause like you don't even have to be directly a part of the cause you don't have to involve yourself but just the fact that acknowledge educate yourself and just acknowledge the fact that you do have this privilege and that you do have this privilege that my a lot of minorities aren't entitled to yeah i think that like it's it's like white privilege when people say it, it doesn't exist doesn't make sense to me um the system the american system is geared towards them I mean, just look at the basis of the prison system with the just our the supposed yeah. the supposed abolishment of slavery. I mean, I just learned this over quarantine, but the abolishment of slavery didn't entirely abolish it. There's still slavery going on in the South. I mean, no, no, no. I'm talking about in America. Yeah, in in America, in yeah, the yeah. South. Because um, what's it called? The amendment it said that it said that um. The prison system would be kind of developed and reformed in a way that it would allow for slavery if um, someone was imprisoned for a crime that they supposedly commit committed, which resulted in high incarceration high incarceration rates, and that kind of was a loophole. It was a kind of loophole, and the fact that I mean, I only just rec- I I only just learned about this recently over quarantine a few months ago, and I was astonished by it, and a lot of people did because it was kind of just the amount of attention. It sucks that we need this t- these types of movements and this on this bridge of a scale, yeah. To actually bring awareness to, bring to aware- yeah, these to issues. fight for to fight for equal treatment regardless of race. I don't know how many times I'm going to have to say that today, but our skin color doesn't define anything. It, it, doesn't. it really doesn't. These stereotypes perpetuated against all these um, minorities are so insanely discriminatory and racist and hurtful that. Like, going back to the whole normalization of Asian stereotypes, you know, mocking Asians is kind of just, like, a normal thing now. It, or Chinese, I'll, I'll say East Asian. Yeah. East Asians. It's just become so normalized with 
the fox eye trend which you talked about talking about how asian all asians are good at math i think that all those all those stereotypes are not good things even if they even when you say we're good at math that's not a good thing it's like, not it's not there's a no good, such thing as a good stereotype there's no such thing as a good stereotype and it's i've have recently had to learn that all stereotypes are bad but that's because i just didn't know enough about anything so um also can we talk about the fact that washington acknowledges asians as whites yes oh that is okay so so washington has opted to um classify asians as non-people of color yeah in so, in their state so in their elementary in like, school system in like the little check boxes where it says race and ethnicity it would say like white, slash white slash asian and i think that that's that i that only builds on to the whole first of all we're not a majority we're i no. like w- asians are not a majority we're not like we're no, not equal we're not equal to whites in any way like, like i feel like yes, we have we sh- like we should be we should be but we're not and that's the no. sad and that's the sad fact and i think that by putting us on the same level as whites th- i feel like that's going to further the whole notion of model minority that we are the we are the ex- we are what all minorities should be but then again that's like it's not cuz we go through so much as well it's but just I mean, not as highlighted they're just putting you on the same skill as whites even though you don't even have the same privileges exactly we then. don't have the same privileges and you can argue that Yes, we make up a majority. I think we make up a really big chunk of the education system of like our top schools, but that doesn't mean anything. It doesn't. Just like I think that education should be available to everyone, and whether or not you succeed is dependent on the individual, yeah. not on the race. And I think that, and the whole you know the whole Harvard lawsuit that they got sued for not accepting Asians. Oh, I did. simply yeah, because yeah, yeah. Of, uh, they had too many or like I they didn't want that, Asians. I think that ties in back with the affirmative action thing. Yeah, it's it's like so stupid in my opinion. I think that um, cuz I mean you're choosing to target certain groups of minorities rather than approaching the issue on in a more appropriate way. I mean, if you want to approach yeah. the issue of uh, flaws in the education system, then reallocate more resources to neighborhoods that might be lacking those resources. Like, I mean, if you have, we all know that schools, the quality of education that a student has access to depends on the neighborhood they're in or the type of school that they go to. So if you really want to kind of approach a solution to these flaws, then you kind of have to target. It starts with the child. It starts starts with the actual education system yeah. and not the way that a way, the way that an, an individual is raised is extremely important to how they develop in the future and i think that when you when you place uh it just happens to be that majority like most white no most blacks and hispanic are in these poor neighborhoods and they don't get access to amazing education or private education or, or tutoring, tutoring to because just because <clears throat> they grew up in a neighborhood where like their parents don't make a lot of money you know so they don't really have an opportunity and the government doesn't we don't we don't give we don't provide them any chances to like we don't give them the chance to have social mobility. We don't we don't let them move up. And and that and then in that case, what do they do? They continue to stay at the bottom. But like that's it shouldn't that's not how it should be. It's kind of just a system that's not how it should them. be. It's a system it's systemic racism. It's race it's it benefits the whites and it hurts everyone else. And I think that you can even attribute it to Asians. Yeah. Yes, Asians are um, they make statistically, up a majority statistically in successful a in yeah. education. We do make up a, a decent chunk of the education system, but that doesn't mean anything. You you shouldn't you shouldn't really consider depriving one student's one student of their education 
because for another student exactly that's not really a solution exactly. that you should really even be considering that, for this issue and i think that even in the new york city school system our school has what eight black kids in our grade it's really it's, it's, it's a it's, really it's, small it's a, number it's an insane out of, statistic out of 400 students we have that that many black students it's that little black students it's yeah it's crazy that like okay maybe like it is based on how smart you like how high it's a, not how smart it's you a, are it's a merit-based exam but it's not so it's much not the fair. exam it's as much as it is exam. to the allocation because of- we see all these rich people all the people with people with good enough money who can afford tutoring top for their tier students. tutoring yeah top tier tutoring for their kids so that they can score well on this placement exam and then you have other students who would be who working class students yeah from working class families who obviously aren't really able to afford this type of tutoring or these resources so they kind of just have to take the test with what they have and i understand people are going to say that they're self-studying there's this there's that but that doesn't really serve as a solution to the entire issue because exactly. the, the basis of the issue is that there is this inequality in the first place so you can't really just pin it on the student yeah, and going back to like the foundation of the government, our government is most our House, Senate, Supreme Court consists of white people. Yeah, mostly white, mostly white, um, older people, mm-hmm. and they just happen to hold very conservative ideals. And I just think that with that notion, I feel like it's really important to have representation. It's yeah, it's important to have representation. I really believe that having. Younger. A more diverse, yeah. possibly younger, younger, but with the same amount of experience. Like they yeah, have to, like, obviously, obviously with the, with the like, same standard. But in my opinion, I I really like AOC. I do too. I, there I like there are certain aspects. There yeah, are certain, certain aspects she's where she's lacking, and such as uh, the Jewish. Yeah, like the Jewish, Jewish community. Thing. Yeah, the Jewish community. and everything. But out of a lot of um political of the political figures that we've kind of been exposed to today. She's one of the most progressive. And she I, she represents what we want. She she represents what the majority. The, what the majority. A lot of the values that yeah. we want, and I feel like just introducing a younger demographic and more diverse demographic of political figures to into this atmosphere would bring about a lot of good. Doesn't change. make sense that we have all a mostly white society governing such a diverse. Because a lot of these political figures that are involved sorry. in the government today. They came from societies that reflected their own values. So these conservative beliefs, these conservative set sets of values, they kind of reflected the life that they lived in when they were younger and the lives that they lived throughout their lives. But, I mean, it doesn't really reflect our society today. I feel like we are growing to become we are, really we are progressive. progressing. We're, we're progressing in society. We're really changing. progressive. We are changing as a society. We've changed so much over just the past generation. And I think that... It's super important that we have people who um, reflect this change, people who are willing to push this change and push for what the younger generation wants. Because we are, as much as like as corny as it sounds, we are the future. Like we Gen Z is the future. We we are gonna be adults, and we are gonna um, how do I how do I say it? We're gonna be I don't know. We're gonna have a, a major role when in, in a few years. When most of Gen Z is eighteen and able to vote, we are we are going to be the the voice of the country. Yeah. We are going to make a big portion of the voice of the country, and I think that it's super important that we don't have these people who believe that you know equal equal races equal rights just aren't a thing. It's it's like we we can't have we can't have that type of people here, and it's 
it's i don't even think that it should be controversial to say that people all people should have the same rights like we can't say that enough times yeah it's it's not controversial it's, a given. it's supposed and, to and be a given you can't say that our president has done everything in his power to to help and like i don't want to push my political stances i don't have i'm not saying who i support yeah but there's it's very obvious that trump does not like trump has not advocated for i mean anything. the fact that he i mean nothing going out to twitter or anything i mean he uses twitter as one of his his outlet yeah his political outlet and the fact that we've seen him there have been so many big things about it we've seen him retweeting videos of groups of middle-aged white men yelling white power and all of these other kind of racist remarks like relating pointing to, to white supremacy white supremacy and white supremacist ideas yeah. and some leaning towards even the kkk oh god and okay. the fact that people don't really see anything it's just like that's not a deal breaker for people it's not that's not a deal breaker for people and i just can't believe that like we are tolerating a president like we're tolerating a president who doesn't believe in equal opportunity for all i think that equal opportunity is where it starts we, everyone needs to have the same opportunity where we take those opportunities is up to the individual it's not about the race i hate that race is even like a factor, a factor in anything it's every person is different regardless of what race you are i'm chinese my friends who are also chinese are not the same we're very different people in every way just because we look similar or quote-unquote look similar it doesn't mean we're the same person you know and it's like i'm tired of having to like i i didn't even realize how normal as it was but like when we're even in elementary school there's so many jokes just about Asian people or just all people, I guess. It's all just minorities. so normalized. It's so normalized that, like, and it's like and it's like once you realize how normalized it is and how rude all these comments actually are, it's kinda of like it's like messed up. It's, it's super messed up. The fact that up. there are ten year olds making jokes like Ching Chong or whatever. Yeah, making it's these like, jo- yeah. That's the th- I mean, I understand parents some parents they can't really control their kids because of the internet, but they're 10-year-olds. They're so they're young. They're so young. And then they're going to be growing up. I mean, I'm not saying that they're going to grow up with this whole mindset, but that they plays could. a... They, it, they could. The they fact could. is that they could, and it plays a really big role in that. And it's not even just subject to race, but there's even gender, sexuality, there's religion. There's so many other factors that come into play that really shouldn't. We're supposed to live in a country that grants freedom for all, but our Pledge of Allegiance says God in it. Yeah. Which I'm like iffy about yeah okay anyways um the moral of the story is george floyd brianna taylor brandon bernard Purvis Payne, all the other people they all deserve all the justice other, all the other black people um who have or all minorities who have been unjustly killed or incarcerated Pers- by personally. by the by our failed government system we we fight for you we you you we all of our hearts go out of you and we like we won't stop fighting until it's fixed. We're gonna link a bunch of petitions. Yeah, and there's gonna be a bunch of petitions. pages and everything. Yeah, for a lot of victims of this type of persecution. Yes, and I think that it's super like, I if I think that it's super important that we spread this message out to everyone. Um, and we kind of have to just show that, like, we have a stance in this, and we can't vote yet. Most of us can't vote yet. But, but in four years, we can. In a few years, we can. And I think that it's very important that we use our voice to fight for what we believe in. Especially now, when 
I mean, we always should have been using our voice, but right now today we have our country is very our country is so divided. Our country is so divided between the younger generation and the older generation, and I think that um, it's not a question when it comes to equal rights for all. You know, it's a given equal treatment of races, and I think that if you don't believe in that, then you can. I mean, screw off. Like it's like it's. I don't know how else to say it. It's just so frustrating. It's I, so it's frustrating. Like, it's so hard. It's almost, it's nearly impossible to understand how you wouldn't really agree with that statement. The fact that everyone should have equal rights. Exactly. And I think that and I think that it's crazy. And I think that if you are advocating for this in a performative activism type Continue of way. Continue to do so. You're I mean don't not don't, don't stop. Don't I mean don't do performative activism. Oh no no don't not do perf- that. not, do not that. performative activism. You continue continue educating yourself. Continue pushing for what you believe is right. If you do performative activism, you're a piece of shit. Yeah. If you're it's, doing this it, for the for your own not, benefit not for and cloud. not for actually your cause, you're a piece of shit. And I think that there have been so many instances of performative activism and it's just these causes shouldn't be used for your popularity. For your popular exactly. We should actually be fighting for a, a change in society. That's why they're important. And we should be pushing towards change and fighting for people who have unjustly died is that even is that is that the right word okay or have wrongfully been convicted of anything and it just so happens that most of these people are blacks hispanics and minorities and i think that um this is a message for all my white folks out there please understand what we go through like it's it's like super this has, like we're not bashing white people like we're not we're bashing just people, kind of we're, we're just trying to emphasize the importance of understanding the other side yeah we know that white people have privilege white people need to know that we struggle and that yeah. they need to help us towards this equal opportunity and i think that um i don't want to live in a society where i'm going to be like bashed for the color of my skin and just for the way i look we're we're 16 yeah a lot of people and a lot of our generation is younger than us too and the fact that we've spent a lot of our teen years kind of focusing on these events and these incidents and just these movements rather than quote-unquote being kids is a really big thing i mean we've been I don't even know how to. I don't even know how to say. We're kids. We're kids. We're supposed to be kids, but we're just. I mean, it's a good thing that we are. It's a good thing that we are. But the fact that we have to is. Just, I know. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I feel like we don't need. Like I don't get why. It shouldn't be an not, issue. It's nothing. Everything that is a like there are so many political issues that should not be political. They're not. Race is not a political when people, issue. When people try to bring up George Floyd and someone else says, oh, don't bring up politics. Or like table. white it's, lives matter or blue lives matter. It's stop counter, stop counteracting. Exactly. The, that, it, it defeats the whole purpose of what equal opportunity is. America is what? Land of the free? It's not. It's very, not I mean, it's not right it's now. Not. It's very obvious that it's not a free country right now. And it's I, and I, I, I want the future. I want there to be a future where everyone lives in harmony and and like obviously i honestly in all honesty i don't think that's ever gonna happen yeah but but we gotta get us we still have to take strives towards exactly especially what's super important is educating yourself understanding both sides of the story um also being open you gotta be open being open don't be Um, too close-minded regardless of what side you're on always be open always be open to uh the ideas of the other side you can 
you can um be white that's fine like in most of our <laughs> no, countries white. you can be white okay, like the understand common, you need like, to understand the, the common like misconception that a lot of people have is that we're trying to say that white people are Suck. less than yeah yeah but we want to be equal. We just want to be equal. When people say white, I mean, not white, black lives matter yeah. or Hispanic lives matter or, matter or anything, we're not saying that they matter more. We're saying that they matter too. Yes. And that's kind of the And key by saying word. all lives matter, it defeats the whole purpose of black lives matter. Because what we're trying to say is that they don't matter right Exactly. Now. Black lives don't matter enough right now. Or they don't matter at all, I'd like, say. In, in, all, in, lives in an exaggerated all lives term. matter don't matter right now. Yeah. We need we need to be focusing on the minorities who are going through these struggles and going through all of this. And it's like I can't believe that we have to sit down and talk for 40 minutes and and about how people should be all treated the same. I've and said this so many be, times today, there's still going to be people And there's that still going to be people who don't understand and it's super frustrating to hear that. And I think that what as a listener, if you're listening, all you can do is Educate yourself, educate others, fight for your cause, and it sucks that us young, young gen, as the young generation, we don't have a huge voice. But what we can do is educate others and talk to people who do have power. And we, and we do, and we do, we do, we are a very powerful generation. We are. Look at TikTok. All the stuff that gets out on there spreads like crazy. Look at the Tulsa rally. We ruined. It was Trump's rally. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, if you don't, if you didn't really understand what the Tulsa rally was, basically we Trump was. Trump rally. Yeah, we, yeah. There was a Trump was holding a rally. This was um, before the election. This and was during this was the before camp- his presidential election. This was during the campaigning process, and he was supposed to hold a rally in Tulsa, and there were tickets that were being reserved online, and on tic- people on TikTok kind of organized. Not a, they just they organized um a thing so that people would reserve tickets and not go, not show up. Exactly. And the rally ended up. We're being so powerful. Empty. We are such a powerful generation, and it's super important to realize that we have an outlet. We I have do. social media to spread ideas. Social media is not always great. Not always great, but for this we, is when, when you're when you're pushing the right message for the right me- for the right yeah. thing. It can be really good. Yeah, it's super important that. We fight for our own future because we, in the end, we are the ones, we are the future. No, we, we are. We have to fight for a future that benefits, that, that not benefits, that suits all, of, that, that suits most of our needs. We need a majority, we need to fight for equal, the way, equality. Yeah. It's like, oh my God, like, just like the fact that, the fact that I had to sit here today for 40 minutes talking about it's this is so crazy. It's just so frustrating to, to. Like, why does it even have to be an issue? It's. I, I've said this like four times. It's a given. It's, it's a given. It's supposed to be. It's a literally given. given. And this po- this episode has become so repetitive. But it's, it's the fact that it's don't not. It. It's, it's, it's not, not clicking it's, for some it's, people. It's not I clicking don't get for it. people. And it's it's super frustrating. Um, we're both minorities, and we realize we we see everything that happens. We, we recognize it. We recognize it. Um, I don't think we've experienced any. Not. I've gotten looks, but like that's about it. But like, we sympathize with everyone who has. Yeah. We, um, like nowhere near the. Scale we're nowhere near that. Yeah. A lot of these people have, like the experiences that these people have gone through. Yeah, yeah. And I don't, I don't even want to say that. Like, I'm grateful for that because I feel like I don't, I don't, I don't, I shouldn't feel the need to 
fear for my life and and like take a deep breath every day when I survive. Like it's crazy. The fact that I could go out and get murdered for what? Like <laughs> what? <laughs> What's so funny? She's laughing. <laughs> not murdered, but like hate crimes. <laughs> it's not. It's not a funny topic. It's just. It's just the way he said murdered. I'm murdered. He just like slapped his hand against the wall. Yeah, I literally went like, mur- like I like. But I mean, that's the reality. That's the reality. It is the reality. It, especially like now with all with like the division in our country. I mean, even right after the election results, and there were and there were um kind of images of chat rooms being released about the KKK going out and targeting minorities yeah. or other militias going out and targeting minorities and it was just a, it was a terrifying thing to see we're in a very divided state of the country right now we shouldn't be we are all american that's it's i think like, that's the and i hate to say that like sometimes i don't feel like an american like i could if if the if the system doesn't benefit me in any way like it we just then, feel it, then we are then we are sometimes. not then we are not a part of the system because I mean we are part of the system, but it just we're we can't we're we can't support disproportionately the system. affected yeah, by exactly. the faults of the system. Exactly, and I think that it's super important. I think that if you're gonna take away a message from today, it is fight for what you believe is right, fight for the right thing actually. Fight for what is right. Fight for what is right exactly, because I there is a wrong so. and a right. I think yeah, I, when it comes it, to race, there is a right and a wrong. In these scenarios, there is a clear wrong and right. But it's just people's misconceptions exactly, of what's wrong exactly. and right. Ba- and I think that based on their political beliefs. Yeah. What's what they see as political. Exactly. I think that um to end off this, um, I'm sorry to every all the families or all the to all these people who have been wrongfully hurt by our wrong system, our horrible system, and our hearts go out to you. Everyone that I know, everyone that like all of our hearts go out to you, you have our support for sure and continue educating yourself and realize that minorities are minorities and no minority has been treated equally this yet. type of oppression is going on right now it is right now. very it is it is in the spotlight more than it ever has and this is our chance to make a change and i think that um we should while we, should, we have this chance we should while we have this chance use the resources in the description um we have a bunch of like there's a bunch of resources out there where you can donate, you can you can educate yourself. It's super important to just even if you can't do anything, to just educate yourself and and just realize and that rea- and understand understand where all these people are coming from. There's been too many too many people to name, which is so sad, and so um. There are paid. You could you could print out pages of names. It's devastating. Of, it, of people who have black people alone that have been affected by this system. Exactly. And I think that to end off today, a super important message is, you know, put people all should all be treated equally, regardless of your skin color. It's a given. It's Acknowledge a given. that it's a given. It's a given. And I think that, and it would be super appreciated if you guys would like spread this message. We're not doing this for. This isn't performative this isn't, activism. This, is, this isn't for clout. This it's isn't just for clout. This is a message that we both strongly that, believe in. It's something that has to be talked about. Exactly. Something and it's not talked about enough. It's not. It's we not. have to we have to come together as a society and fight all of this oppression that's going on right now. And I think that it's super important to just, you know, make change. We need change in this society and it's not happening. And 
we need to fix the system. We need to as fix as soon as possible. As soon as possible, we need to. We cannot allow we need ourselves to. to we need to shift more people be system. affected by this. Yes. Than they already have. Yeah, it's heart. It's heartbreaking. Honestly, it's like like the a few nights ago I was reading about the whole thing and it just like broke my heart. Like a whole brand, the Brandon Bruno. I think it like broke my heart. And like his last words before. It was crazy. It was like injection. I was. It was so painful to listen to to read actually, and it was just yeah uh anyways i we, we, I think we can end, I yeah because uh, we could talk about this for hours yeah i don't we wanna, have talked I don't about dra- this yeah we have talked hours. about this i don't want to drag it on for too long but the overall message is there we've spread an overall message yeah. today that we've we've established right. it use your voice to your advantage educate others Be and aware. yeah thank you that's it thank you for listening today thank you uh, this if was you a enjoyed very, yeah spread the message um we're not going to use this for any like this isn't for us yeah. to get clout make the podcast it's just, more popular it's kind of just an important thing yeah to it's talk a topic about. that we want to talk about today if we didn't want to talk about it we wouldn't have and um if you don't enjoy conversations like this i wouldn't recommend listening exactly anymore. i don't think that you uh i mean you kind you of know our I stance need, so. on these issues so just yeah. do what you will with that thank you for listening thank you uh thank you for tuning into yellow fever uh we'll see you guys on the, wednesday wednesday december I don't know. 16, something like that. Something. Whatever. You, it'll we'll be see, out. It'll we'll be see out you Wednesday. Out. All right. See you guys. Bye. Bye-bye.